My name is Tyler Stevens. I'm with the band Funkle Ted, and you're listening to NWCZ Radio. I'm Bruce. I'm Johnny. I'm Dan. And I'm Nick. And we're the Flying Tortugas, and you're listening to NWCZ Radio. Coming to you from the Man Cave, deep in the heart of the Pacific Northwest, you have entered the Northwest Convergence Zone. Everybody, welcome to the Northwest Convergence Zone show. I'm Big D. I'm Voxy. I'm the Gamer. And Double D. And for Squeeze and Wonder Boy, want to say welcome into the uh, program. Pants not here today. What's up with that? Uh, apparently had a late night. Uh, what was what was he? he you was know how that some, goes, Gamer. Selling candy bars. No. For a fundraiser. Fudge R- bars. ROTC fundraiser. <laughs> so we're selling candy bars. You get three mountain bars for $42. ROTC uh, dance up in He had a dance that he had to go to. So was this a dance off or did he actually accompany No, somebody? I think, well, I don't know what he was doing, man. Yeah. I'm not the pants off, dance awesome. off. <laughs> so he's he had, just not here. He got in late, and uh, so therefore he's not here. Oh, that's I tried sarsaparilla. to get him home early last night. But <laughs> Kept him. He was wired. He's got yeah, a Vox- dance ended at ten, but he couldn't Voxy get to sleep till like two thirty because he was all jacked up. Still I'm still here. The beat. He was still feeling <laughs> the beats running through him. <laughs> Squeeze, were you uh, DJing again last night? Nope, nope he wasn't. I was up in Snohomish. Yeah, all right, so. <laughs> Uh, hey, welcome to the big program. We got some cool stuff lined up for you. We'd be talking with the Flying Tortugas, a band and a band out of um, Albany, Oregon, Funkle Ted, and then uh, later on in the second hour, we'll be talking to the Jupiter Order, a brand new group from right here in Tacoma. And uh, but. What's been going? Let's let's talk. Let's go around the room. Find out what's been going on with the peeps. Gimmer, you've been gone for a couple of weeks. I had some back yeah. issues. You walked in here like you had a you know board strapped to your back. Um, or something just, stuck up. Or something have, stuck up. Is I have good back. Post, I have good posture right now. <laughs> You're very British at the moment. Yes. Uh, you guys had a. You guys have had a few gigs in in between, but you played last night. You hard count. Is this up a two bit? We played Friday night and Saturday night with uh, with the hard count and the hard money saints. Uh, great band. A lot band. of hardness going on. Great band. Uh, Big and hard. But last night, it was the uh, Seattle Center Magazine 10-year anniversary show, and uh, James Honeycutt. That magazine's been around 10 years? Yeah. James wow. Honeycutt, the Hot Rod Romeos, Hard Count, Hard Money Saints. There was a freak show. Uh, some might say that was our show, but, you know. <laughs> and then we... I don't know. I've seen the Hard Count. I think they could handle that label we as well. It out. And I'll tell you what, man. What was really cool is every... Every one of those bands really 
they they came out swinging. They brought it, and, huh? and broken noses even. The place was yeah. There was a <laughs> uh, during the freak show. A guy uh, invited this guy to come up on stage. Apparently, he was having problems with him earlier, and cut a deal with him. Said, I you know I'll punch you square in the face in front of everybody. And then I'll buy you a shot. So, of so the, Levitt. the freak show guy who's on stage, yes, invites an audience member up on right. to get punched in the and face and says, "I will for a shot. hit you in the face like a full-on swing punch yep. for a shot, a shot of Glenlivet." Okay, so so you're gonna, you anyways, know, you broke this guy. Sober nose, guy, man. a sober person is sitting there weighing the option. Drunk guy's right on that. Oh yeah, he was he was lost, <laughs> man. The guy was lost. so you know. Oh, Bloody yeah, nose. Where's my on. shot? He was. He was coming out the stage. Oh, where's my shot? It's like, dude, you need some aspirin right now. He just um, master blast medic. his face. <laughs> it was just a straight right, boom, and uh, they go down. No, he. Oh, he, he, he took it. He his nose a did. Bit. Oh, he <laughs> did the little like, mm-hmm. you know, side to side motion. Bobbing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was. That Do was, that again. That was quite interesting. Boxy likes that. But yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was packed, packed house. Well, it's good to have you back in the house, brother. Good to be back here. Uh, Voxy, I know uh, you were talking about you had the uh, some of your artwork mm-hmm. on display mm-hmm. this uh, Thursday there, or this last Thursday in Tacoma. It's Yeah, it's still on display, but the artist reception was Thursday during oh. the third Thursday art walk. So artist yeah, so reception. The, so the mm. art bus stopped by and visited Whoa. us and the place was packed and it was a good time and awesome. Yeah. I, I love being me. Thank you. Did you sell stuff? I I pl- I had orders. That's made. a long pause right there. I didn't I didn't I, actually I, I, I didn't actually I, sell I, I, anything I, 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 out of the show that night. People but, placed orders. B- yeah, but people that were interested in certain stuff but wanted it a little more but custom. Was it fun? Oh, it was a blast. Uh, awesome. I yeah. love that. Well, way to go. And where where can people go if they want to find your stuff? Yeah. It's at Musai Studios in downtown Tacoma right now, which I believe is 759 St. Helens. It's like between 7th and 9th on St. Helens. And um, you can go look at some of my work, even on my Facebook. I have an album on there. And uh, Would you say that's the Snooty Art District? Could be. I wouldn't say Not that snooty? there's much that's snooty in Tacoma. <laughs> <Not> in Tacoma. <laughs> 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 that would only be our studio. So, you know, yeah, here's how snooty, snooty <laughs> Tacoma, the uh, art, you know, area is. Inside, they'll be drinking wine and cheese with you. Then they'll go out and do, a, you know, Coke can hits off of a, you know, whatever. Right, right, well, right. look, they're traveling Tacoma around. Tacoma Art Museum <laughs> and, and the Chihuly Glass Museum are probably the snootiest art places there in Tacoma. Everything else is kind of fringe, more underground yeah. stuff. But so. is Chihuly art? It's Why glass wouldn't it art. Why would Sorry, I'm you don't a, understand it. I don't it's, understand Chihuly's. Yeah, we know that obsession. <laughs> it's an obsession now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the guy knows how glass. to make Chihuly's obsession. So that's what he does. That's okay. my next band, Chihuly's <laughs> obsession. There you go. All right, instant hey, not, instant hit. There's a guy, uh, you know, uh, a cat on our station who does the Northwest Metal Zone, who has a birthday going on yeah. right now as we speak. And I noticed earlier he did the really nice uh, sun thing and went to mommy's house yep. for lunch. Yep. Had to do lunch with mommy. Probably had a, a cheese sandwich. <laughs> I know. Chancy, can I bring you some more tea? Yeah, cheese sandwich <laughs> and a bowl of uh, tomato soup. <laughs> anyway, uh, Chance Pittenger, who is the host of the Northwest Metal Zone and your co-host on Enter the Rock Pit on Wednesday nights, our only live show. 
chance it Pittinger is the pit. He is the pit master. Called it the pit. So happy birthday, my man! Happy Happy birthday birthday to you, Mister Pittinger. (laughs) 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 Uh, All right, hey, our first guest up. We've had them in the studio before, and they have a brand new CD out. It is a self-titled CD, and it's a pleasant surprise. They really. Uh, up the ante and uh, raise the bar on themselves. It's you're gonna. I think you're gonna enjoy this. I really enjoyed the tunes that we laid down. I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of the CD. I'm of course talking about the Seattle band, the Flying Tortugas. <laughs> everybody one of our favorite bands to play on nwcz radio they've been with us almost from the beginning uh and this is the second time they've been on the northwest conversion zone show flying tortugas they have a brand new cd out it is self-titled and that song right there is 3 a.m and it sounds like a lot of my weekends a lot happens between (laughs) 2 and 3 (laughs) a.m somebody was following me uh hey guys welcome to the program thank you it's good to to have you back congratulations on the new cd and uh let's talk a little bit about what you guys have been doing um you know we we, we've enjoyed playing especially like the radio song and stuff off of your first uh cd and um been i know bruce you've been telling me about that this has been coming for quite a while it's yeah and uh it's finally here and this is i'm listening to it for the first time just like everybody else because this thing hasn't even been released yet really (laughs) and you have the only copy i have the only copy so i'm gonna have to get you guys to autograph this you can hear that one on the website you can buy it on ebay as soon as we're done (laughs) (laughs) worth millions (laughs) (laughs) no the release date on this is going to be november the 29th so uh, start thinking about Christmas would be great uh, stocking stuffer uh, fantastic music from a great Northwest band and uh, tell us about the process in uh, in this latest album how, how would it go for you guys um, what, what's what's the timeline been like and uh, are you guys you know how are you guys liking the finished project loving the finished product um, when we were here the first time I think it was in February we had just done <clears throat> excuse me just finished the recording hadn't been mixed hadn't been mastered uh our producer joe had gone to india he was there for like the full month of february and when he came back he called me said hey i'm back in town you know so we went and had lunch and he said you know i'm i'm buying this gigantic 64 
channel mixing board. He nice. Says, I can, yeah. He says, I can. <laughs> it was big. That's an I upgrade can, from the four track. Yes, it yeah. is. <laughs> a huge upgrade. He says, I can mix it on the board I have now, you know, which our first record was, was mixed on. And very well done. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Yeah. He says, or, you know, you can wait, wait. wait for this. Well, I made a bad decision. We're going to wait. <laughs> yes. He said it would take you two. guys all agree with that? Or you guys had a problem? Uh, it was after the fact. Yeah. <laughs> he told us a week later. Or they, they almost kicked me out of the band, but, but I survived it. So he said it'll be here in two weeks. But what he didn't tell me was it was going to take 10 days to set up. Oh, wow. So <laughs> big delay. Yeah. So um, we finally got it mixed. And we were talking one day, and I don't think any of us were really happy with the way Hot Summer Day turned out on our first record. So John came up with the idea, well, why don't we re-record it as a uh, an acoustic mm-hmm. version? And so we did that, and after that, that was in like May, I think. Well, yeah, and we had to invite a couple of special we had, guest yeah, musicians we had some, to, to do that. Song, we had... So. Uh, Dan sang a duet with, uh, with uh, Julia. Um, I don't remember her. It's on the. <laughs> oh, it's, it's on the hot back. Julia, right? <laughs> yes. It was Julia. hot Julia. Uh, She'll be so happy. And, <laughs> I hope she isn't listening. To this. And uh, I think it's on the back there. Okay, uh, you go, go ahead and talk, and I'll look. Okay, it up. and then uh, Julia Moore. Julia yeah, Moore. That's right. that's hot Julia. Hot Moore. Vocals Julia on Moore. hot. <laughs> It was Hot Julia and Moore Wayne. on and Wayne Miller from my other band, the Repeat Offenders, played yeah, Dobro. Great band too. Thank you. And uh, Mike was playing an acoustic guitar. John was playing a stand-up bass. You said you had some Dobro on that. Yes, yep. killer. Yeah, it it really. I'm really happy with the way that that. Uh, yeah, that'd be the, that's came the out. last track on this. Uh, it's a seven CD, seven track CD, and the Hot Summer's Day. Hot Summer Day is the seventh track. Yeah, right. yeah. So you guys remastered, you did an acoustic version, remastered it, and yeah, added it to and then and then the artwork thing, right? You know, which is never when you send it to the record company, it's never right. The the font is wrong, or the so it's just been a comedy of errors that hasn't really been that funny. <laughs> <laughs> but it's finally but we're going to laugh anyway. Yeah, you are. <laughs> um, but it's but it's done now. It's done now. It yes. Yes. And um, it's uh, it's it's a self-titled CD, and a lot of you know a lot of bands um, you know struggle to come up with the title, especially it's the second one. It's you know trying to figure out what to do. What was what was your? Did you guys have a, a drawing board with a bunch of names for this, and you scratched them all and just no. Just, just is just what we it didn't is. Didn't even mess with the drawn board. We didn't want to save didn't time. Take time to even think of that after everything no. else we did. Right. We're just like itself. No, it's yeah. date I think actually, before. Dan. I think you're the one that that suggested that, right? Just, More than I don't yeah, remember. I think, but. It, I think it was you. Yeah. Now, uh, in, in your first, you know, between the first CD and this CD, um, you guys have played a lot of shows, and yeah. um, uh, I assume gelled yes. more as a band yeah. and uh had you know experiences together what, what's the what was the difference of the band as a cohesive unit between the first cd that you recorded and then going through this process and and coming up with this the flying tortugas part two i think we just got tighter as a band mm-hmm. you know the more you play together uh the, the tighter you get and and the better i think we get 
Is new guy Nick on the new CD? No, he's, he's not. not. Yeah, that was the next coming up. I know you guys have made some changes in the band. You have a new member. Why don't you introduce everybody to the new member of the Flying Tortugas? That's Nick over there. Hey, Say Nick. hi, guys. Say hi, Nick. Wait, so, hi. Nick, how'd you get how'd you get hooked up with this band of gypsies? Uh, well, I met Mike, the other guitarist, at a barbecue for a going away party for a friend, and we. As usual, we're the last guys there drinking all the rain air in the fridge. <laughs> and uh, Mike finally got home from work. Yeah. Uh, Mike finally shoes. got home from work really late, and uh, I'd been eyeing his Fender Jazzmaster all night. And I'm like, hmm, he's home. Can I, can I play that? So we ended up just kind of playing a little bit uh, that night. And had a really good time until his wife was like, um, it's like 2 a.m. And the, neighbor, <laughs> the neighbors are not going to be happy. So... Uh, we talked about jamming and then, you know, crazy schedules and that sort of thing. And then I just got an email when I was in San Francisco for work, said, hey, we're looking for another guitarist. I was like, I'm, I'm in. in. <laughs> right on, right on. And how, have you, how many gigs have you played? How, what have you? Uh, I've done four. Four, I think. Yeah, four. Yeah. yeah. So, and how are you finding working with these guys? It's a lot of fun. I mean, it's, I've played guitar on my own since I was preteen. Have you and been in other bands? No, this is my first What's band. Your first band. So I, I, I make music at home by myself, but that's a very different process that, and then working with a band and then playing the live shows. Uh, the first one, I had a lot of friends that came out. Thank you if you're listening. And <laughs> the first one's always good. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was great. It was it's always easy to get your friends to come to the, the first <laughs> one. Right. The honeymoon's over. And then uh, we've heard that already. Yeah. The, the I guess the hardest one for me was the one that we played uh, a gig. There was nobody there and i just didn't know what to do i was like i we're playing a show but there's no one and where was this at that was that was uh i don't know i don't remember high dive i think it was was just it was a tuesday night it was a tuesday right but the last one to get people uh, yeah yeah we had a a, i mean all the other shows besides that one had we had a pretty decent turnout like friends and random people walking by and people that you know wanted fans that wanted to come see the show so this is the one that was slow and anyway so it's been an experience <laughs> but I, I have to say that nick is the guy in the band that for whatever reason it is people like to come up and talk to him right like, in the middle of a song <laughs> yeah. while he's playing and they're like hey come here come here come here well like, i think they get confused they think you got bill gates playing guitar <laughs> I wish wow. he had Bill Gates' money. Wow. That would be nice. I think that's what they're thinking. You know, man, this band's loaded. <laughs> uh, well, let's go into another song, everybody. We're talking to the Flying Tortugas. They have a brand new CD, and this is their uh, second release. It's self-titled. And the song we're going to do right here is called Locking the Doors. Lucky doors to my 
Locking the Doors is the name of the track right there. It is off of the Flying Tortugas, brand like new CD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool. cool. Uh, this CD will be released on November 29th. Let me give you some dates that you can go see these guys live. Uh, on November 25th, you can check them out at Slim's Last Chance Saloon. That's on First Ave South in Seattle. They're also playing on December 18th at the Rendezvous Showbox, which is a great venue, Second Avenue in Seattle. Uh, if you go to their webpage, you can get some discount tickets for that. Also, they're going to be playing a Toys for Tots uh, benefit concert at the High Dive on December 21st. And uh, you can go to their website, flyingtortugas.com, or just click the link off of our main page. It'll take you to all of that. And they also have some tracks on their uh, on the main page uh, that you can click and listen to off of the CD. Now, where can people, when, when it gets released on the 29th, uh, where are people, where can they pick it up at? iTunes, CD Baby, uh, our website. The usual. All the, all the usual suspects, yeah. right? Yeah. Very good. All right. Very good. Or, or at a show. At a, at a show, show. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Come out to the show. Check it out. Um, that had a very cool sort of um, Chris Isaacs vibe to it with the... Uh, with I was getting all Pulp Fiction-y and stuff. Yeah, right there was a little yeah. bit of that. <laughs> Tell, that's a, seems like a new direction for you guys, uh, as from what I've heard on the last CD. Uh, very cool guitar work on that. Um, how do you guys see yourselves as, as musicians and as a group? Um, redefining yourself musically these days? Um, I think you just have to grow. You mm-hmm. know, each each song or album or whatever, you know, I, I hope that we, <clears throat> excuse me, that we grow as musicians and as a band um, to try to get better, mm-hmm. you know. Get past definitions, maybe. 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> and the, like the the, vo- the lyrics on here is this a collaborative effort or no? That's no, a Mike song, and he's not here song. today, so we can't really say what he was thinking. <laughs> now, as a lead singer, is it tough when uh, when somebody hands you a lyric sheet? You know, like because somebody writes lyrics to a song, it's very mm-hmm. personal to them, mm-hmm. and uh, you know their emotions and stuff are wrapped up in it. And the way you read it may not be the same. Is there a conversation that goes on between you and him? as to what he's trying to get across in this song, or do you just reinterpret it yourself? I usually like to at least ask the songwriter uh, in the band, if it be uh, Johnny or Mike or Bruce, kind of what, just a real quick, what the heck were you thinking when you wrote it? <laughs> and, uh, and Mike then, was responsible for the lyrics too then? Oh uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But I mean, uh, most of our songs, since I've been in the band, and even the ones that aren't out on CD yet, they're pretty easy to interpret. Mm-hmm. What Because, I mean, anyone can go through those things in their life. So I just, you know, take it in my own perspective as well. It does take me a little while to kind of get into the mindset of it, but I get it eventually. <laughs> Step right into character. Yeah, no, it sounds, uh, that's a phenomenal song right there. It sounds great. I'm looking forward to playing this, uh, this new stuff on, on our station. I think, uh, I think it's going to go in real well with, um, you know, what people want to hear. And uh, now playing, you guys play lots of different places. Uh, mostly up in Seattle, it seems yeah, like. Yeah. And um, how how is the uh, how's the music scene for you guys specifically um, going around to the different clubs and playing? Uh, like you talked about playing on a Tuesday night, and that's always a tough night. But I'm sure there's other nights when it's real well. Um, I you know we get up to Seattle occasionally, not as much as we'd like to, obviously. But um, how is the music scene in Seattle through your eyes? Seems to be getting better actually um we're getting offered a lot more gigs than we were like a year ago mm-hmm. so I, I think that it that it is getting better no it was really nice to play a tuesday night and have a crowd there i mean that was <laughs> yeah yeah. That was we, yeah we played yeah. last tuesday at the white rabbit and there was surprisingly there was a, quite a few people there yeah 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 that's the the night the guy I was talking to Nick in the middle of the song. He just wanted to tell me that they were from uh, Brazil and Ecuador or something like that while I'm playing the while song. While you're playing. Oh, that, so I'm yeah, kind of like leaning back off the stage and he's holding a drink. He's like, hey, we're from Brazil and Ecuador. I was like, great. I'm playing guitar. What does we'll, that have to do with right now? We'll talk later. P.S. Your girlfriend is really attractive. <laughs> Buy me a drink. We'll talk later, right? <laughs> You had something like that, Vox. Remember when we were at the Central and those uh, those guys were wearing the masks and stuff? Oh, yeah. Like right in the middle of your set, they're wanting you to wear... There was, a, what... there was a guy there having his bachelor party. And so his buddies had made a mask that was a picture of his face with the eyes cut out. Nice. And they're like, man, we'll, we'll put $40 in your chip, tip jar if you'll do a whole song with this mask on. <laughs> So she did. And you did. did. Yeah. Yeah. 40 right. bucks. Wouldn't you? Yeah. 40 yeah. Bucks. yeah. Hell yeah. This more than, you but know, this was all going on right in the middle of a song. <laughs> right. It's really yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. And then I had uh, the New Year's show uh, last year, first night. There was some drunk, I don't even know if it was a man or woman, but came up on stage. <laughs> I was in the middle wow. of a song, and I think it was a she, came up on stage and was trying to take the mic from me. Like, she wanted to talk to the audience in the middle of a song. Oh. and she was, And I was like... Yeah. looking for security or something it was crazy uh now tell us a little bit about some of these shows that are coming up uh one of them i see is a, a benefit for toys for tots have yeah. you guys done anything like that before or is this a annual tradition um the guy that puts it on it's a a tradition for him mm-hmm. and we got hooked up with him through a, a mutual friend of ours um 
so yeah i mean i'm all about doing any kind of benefit you know as long as it's a, a good yeah that's at the high <laughs> you know, dive High Dive on December 21st, that's yeah. in Fremont. That's a killer venue. It is. I love yeah. that place. It's yeah. a lot of fun yeah. to hang out at the High yeah. Dive. It's the first place we actually ever played as a band. That's right. Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you're going home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Now, is it, wasn't one of you a music teacher? So, oh, I'm not a music teacher. <laughs> <laughs> He's a teacher. You are when we rehearse. <laughs> you know, I, I teach uh, middle school students how, uh, about U.S. and uh, world history. Oh, okay. I, 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 was, I knew one of you guys was a teacher. I, th- I thought it was a music teacher. Well, uh, in our rehearsals. He's yeah, the music yeah, yeah. teacher. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was in the Army band system for about 10 years before becoming a teacher. So. Do you write many of the songs? Because I would think as a middle school teacher, you would have lots to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he does. Actually, uh, Mike and I split about 50-50. He's got about half the songs. I had about half the songs. But you wrote most, almost all of the songs on the first On the CD. first CD, yeah. 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 So. And um, as you uh, as you guys you know go forward with the CD, what, hey, what's, how much is it going to cost people? You guys, have you guys set a uh, price yet? Uh, that's yet to be determined. <laughs> probably, so know, check in on November bucks. 29th. And, uh, yeah, I be, think it'll probably be five or six bucks. But we are offering a free first CD with the purchase of the oh, second Oh, that's one. right, yeah. Oh, oh, so if you buy one, you get one free. If yeah. you come to a show, and right. come to a show, buy one, you get one free. So you get one for yourself. You can hand one off for Christmas. Well, no, we oh, get, no, the, get the, the first, first CD. CD. They buy the new release. I see what you're saying. So you get both of them. Yeah. Yeah, the so you're clearing out the old ones. Yes, yeah, and it's worth it, folks, because the first one's great. So Thank it's not you. it's not like uh, it's not like they're giving you some cheap material or whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, let's go into uh, another track off of. We're talking to the Flying Tortugas. You can go check them out um, at the uh, Slim's Last Chance on November 25th. You can also see them December 18th at the Jewel Box Theater and on December 21st at the High Dive in Fremont. Flying Tortugas is their website. The name of this song is Downside of People.
Yeah, quite a bit of diversity between all three of those songs. Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) Downside of People is the name of that track. And that's what, like a seven-minute opus right there? (laughs) That's because of the intro. (laughs) That's that's called the getting high song. (laughs) Um, Let's go on a trip right there. Yeah, that's very very diverse, guys. That that is um that is awesome. That is a that is a killer song. You know what? We're gonna play that on the station. I don't care. Seven minutes or no. Dang, that's do some, it. That's some Thank great you. stuff right Why there. Not? Yeah, because you know we don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we want the best stuff to get out there, and a lot you know a lot of stations are are afraid to play anything that's over like two and a half or three. Yeah, make it a half hour song. We'll but put we're it on way there. way cooler we're than on other that. stations. <laughs> yeah, you that's are. Right. Right. Uh, so very very cool, guys. All right, everybody. The name of the CD is the Flying Tortugas, and um, an amazing that's, that's that's an amazing sound, you guys. You guys really Thank nailed it on this. Sounds really really good. Um, what uh, as you know, we're closing out this year. We're heading into the new year, and um, what? Yeah, it's, it's coming. <laughs> Ready? Fa- it's coming fast, baby. Yeah, it is. Com- I mean, Thanksgiving is this week, and then yeah. bam, bam, it's I over. Can't even yeah. believe it. So, what are we? What are we looking at? What What are some of the goals? Some of the things in mind for you guys uh, heading into next year? Well, um, one thing that we really want to concentrate on is incorporating Nick. You know, getting his talents into what we do and the different, as you could tell, I mean, our songs are very diverse and he brings a whole new kind of realm to what we can accomplish musically by um, just his guitar playing. We're trying so to get him exciting. to sing. Yeah, we're trying to get him to sing too, but <laughs> we're working on it. He's we'll got a vo- good voice, very good voice. So Thanks. Comfortable B-52 with that, Nick? 52 songs, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. He's <laughs> blushing over there. What? This is news to me, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, he just actually uh, sets up a microphone. So we come, I came to practice, and there's a microphone pointing at me. I'm like, what's this? For? What is this thing? Yeah, <laughs> it's supposed to be down here by my strings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I think uh, you know. I, I I think you guys nailed it on this, and and I just hope the best of luck for you guys. We really enjoy your music, and um, you know. I know a lot of times when this is the finished product, this is something we're seeing. You guys have been working on this for a long time. Uh, and do you guys, do you already have like six, eight songs lined up for the next one? We do, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I figured so. Whole, That's usually how bands roll. A whole pocket full of... And we, I really want to get Nick in the recording studio and, mm-hmm. and do, do a record with him. You now, because you know, we we talked about the shows coming up, and everybody can go to flyingtortugas.com, check it out. You, you can click the link on our website and go to those. I don't need to go through them again. But when people come out to see you, um, you know, because this is this is very diverse. Um, what are people seeing when they're when they're seeing? Have you guys? Do you guys feel like you've evolved more uh, also as a live band? Because it, it seems like you've evolved quite a bit as a studio band. Right. Obviously, this is uh, this is really really good stuff. Um, how how do you how comfortable or how are you guys feeling about your 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 live show? Well, what we're concentrating on is getting the good-looking guys in front. <laughs> so, I don't know why they have me as the front man. Because <laughs> so, you're better looking yeah. than me and John, that's why. Yeah, um, and the younger ones, too. So we got Nick, uh, Dan, and Mike heading in the front row there, and just Bruce and I in the back there just kind of keeping the beat, so... I'm I telling that's, you, that's one thing. That's a so. good. That's a good method. That's why. That's why we got John, the tattoo young guy. You know. <laughs> that's why they have you out front. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> All right, you guys. Hey, thanks so much for stopping in today, and uh, congratulations again on the brand new CD. 
you'll be hearing that on the station no doubt about it everybody check them out the flying tortugas they got some dates coming up go to their website flyingtortugas.com this thing drops on the 29th get your get your uh, hands on a copy and go to a show uh, pay whatever it is, and you're going to get their uh, very first CD as well. Right, guys? Yeah. That's yeah. the deal, CD. man. Go to You'll the show. You'll get this one oh, and, right. the, first and, one. and yeah. the first one. So you get two, two for the price of one. That's a great deal for Christmas, it right? Yeah. All right, everybody. And a live show, show to boot. Yeah. The yeah. Flying Tortugas. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. Seattle Music Insider Greg Roth is a multimedia music journalist. He's written, composed, and performed live music throughout his life. And his ability to understand the process of creating music brings a unique perspective to his artist interviews. Roth interviews a wide variety of musicians, from classic rockers and contemporary acts to up-and-coming local bands. Roger Daltrey of The Who, The Oscar of War, Alan White of Yes and Plastic Ono Band, Urge Overkill, Blues Traveler, Weedle's Groove, Fits in the Tantrums, Fanagram, Vicky Martinez, and Perry Acker are just a sampling of the artists with whom he has spoken. In addition to one-on-one -on -one interviews, Roth reviews events and festivals such as Synergy in Northwest, Bumbershoot, and Sasquatch. To hear the best artists in the Northwest and beyond, tune into SMI Radio on NWCZ Radio. Listen to SMI Radio every Thursday night on NWCZ Radio. All right, name of that group is Funkle Ted, and I really like these guys. Uh, not only do they sound great, but uh, they're they're based down in my old stomping grounds, where I used to be on the radio, down in Albany, Oregon, the old Albany, Salem, Deaver, Connor, Tangent area, sweet home down there. I'm looking at I'm looking at where they've they've played, and all these names sound so familiar. I've been to all these places, I but it's been several years in Salem too. It's been a long time since I've been down in this area. On the line with us is Tyler, and he's in the group Funkle Ted. How's it going, Tyler? That's, I'm going pretty well. How are you? Good. The name of that track is No Ease, and uh, it's not very often that we have a band submit music to us from the albany area <laughs> how how is the how's the music scene how's it rocking down there in albany 
Um, it's all right. Uh, we have there's a few bands in the area that we really enjoy playing with. Uh, a lot of it. I mean, there's like a ton of bands that I, I'm sort of unaware of. We're, we're not very good about uh, staying up with the scene locally. Yeah, because uh, you know you guys are real close to Corvallis, which is obviously a college town. And uh, when I was down right. there, there was there were a lot of bands that played. You know, there were the Portland bands, and then there were the what they called the the sort of the South bands that played from like Salem, Albany, uh, Corvallis, and Eugene. Uh, is that a, is that kind of a circuit you guys play? Yeah, it is. And like I would say, like out of us, like there's a couple other bands that are awesome in the area too, like. Uh, our bass players in another band, the Shy Seasons, they're pretty awesome. They're sort of in limbo right now, basically alternating between their hometown. I guess you could say they're out of Portland now. And then, like, there's a band called Norska, which is just phenomenal. They're out of Albany. And then another band that you should check out, too, is Wolfbeater. They're also from Albany. And so I would say that the biggest bands out of Albany right now that I'm aware of are Norska, us, and um wolf beater nice nice well it's good to it's good to hear that you guys have a scene going on down there and you actually have some some uh bands that are uh you know that are quality and are playing you guys are certainly that you have an ep out that's titled bluebird uh now i know just from you know reading your bio and stuff you guys uh you and a partner eric started in 2004 and it seems like it took you guys a while to get up to the point where you recorded <laughs> this EP. Um, was it, what's been the what's what's been the evolution and the genesis of this band? And uh, take it from the beginning where you uh, hooked up with Eric to where you guys are now. Okay. Um, yeah. So that summer, Eric and I, uh, we were already sort of like social acquaintances, and we both discovered that we both play guitar and. Uh, Developed a friendship while, I guess, developing a musical act, and then it went unnamed for a little while, and then we just sort of ended up picking a band name, and then with that, we had uh, Corey Rushing uh, was our original bass player, and he's actually the, he's, he played bass on the Blueberry EP, he's not our current bass player, and then AJ Ogle was our drummer for a while, and then um, those lineups changed, and then Garrett Stevens, my brother, became uh, the drummer, and so then that went on for a little while, and that was the full lineup that you're hearing on the EP. And then uh, Corey left the group a uh, little over a year and a half ago, and we've had Chad Miner uh, on bass ever since then. And so the, a lot of the, the delay in progress, I guess, has just been figuring out what to write. Um, and then we just, we, we, Fungal Ted, as it started, was just sort of a, a clean slate. It just was like a, a lot of craziness at first, and then as we picked up songs that we thought sounded sort of better than the rest of them, we sort of focused on those and evolved from there. Nice. Now tell us about the name of the group. It's a very unique name. The first time <clears throat> when I got the first email from you guys where you sent some tracks in, I thought, man, they must have misspelled this. Uh <laughs> no, no, it's, it's it's the real name. It's um <clears throat> the meaning of it, I guess, is just without giving a, a whole lot away, is it's just a very subjective meaning. Um, we like a lot of people. We we originally were trying to go for something like that would be sort of harder to. I mean, we're not trying to sound like that guy. We're trying to like be something that's sort of harder to identify. But then everyone asks if we're a, a, a punk band, and so we're not at all. Uh, it's just a very subjective name, and you can decide what that means. But for fun is in the word funk. Yes. So it could be a fun, it, it fun. band. They all oh, they they have exactly. they have great music. They have it, it is very fun to listen to these guys. Uh, they have a website. This is not fungal, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to their website, which is funkle. That's f u n k l e 
Ted, T-E-D, Funkel Ted, all one word, FunkelTed.com. Um, you can download, you can buy this uh, Bluebird EP where you can download or you can buy an actual physical copy. Um, they have lots of cool information. It's a very nice website. You can just click the link uh, off of our homepage. It will take you there. And uh, they have uh, several songs on there that, that are very, very cool. Uh, we're going to go into another one right now. We're going to come back and uh, chat with you, Tyler, about uh, the scene that's going on down there, where you guys play, and uh, all that good stuff. In the meantime, this is a track titled Cougar Milk, Funkle Ted. <laughs>
All right, name of that track is Cougar Milk. The band is Funkle Ted. It is off of their Bluebird EP. They are from Albany, Oregon. Uh, certainly qualifies them for the Northwest. Come on. Are we, are we talking about like animal cougars or like <laughs> mature women cougars? Yeah. No, not mature women cougars. That would be so disgusting, but even then, that's, yeah, no, it's definitely the more graphic one. That might be a more fun song next time. <laughs> uh, hey, tell us a little bit about um, you guys as a band. What, what's, uh, where do you guys draw your inspiration from? I know you have several different members in your band and so forth. Um, who, who do you listen to? Who do you draw your insp- inspiration from? And how would you define your sound if somebody you know, ask you, hey, what do you guys sound like? That's that is always the hardest question for me. Um, defining our sound is is rough. I know that I listen to we, we listen to bands that err on the side of like psychedelia. Like we're we're all pretty big Ween fans. Um, I know that we're all also pretty big David Bazan fans of Pedro the Lion and his self solo stuff. A lot of a lot of uh, guitar inspiration comes out of that. I mean, we just go for it. Our songs sort of end up sounding kind of melancholy. Like the whole valley is sort of like that. It's just, uh, it, there's beauty in it, but a lot of people find it pretty bleak during the winter. And I guess that that's sort of where we're coming from with that stuff. That's why they're, they're, there's sort of like a confusion with the lyrical content. And then the, the, the more beautiful chords that we try to apply to it, it's, it's a weird um, kind of mess, I guess. We, I, I, I know that around the start of the time of the, like when we created the band, that my biggest thing was Modest Mouse and Eric's was pretty much Neil Young. And so it sort of started like that. That's why it sounds kind of, I guess, angry folk rock would be the way I would describe that. Record. <laughs> right I like that. That's a new category for any record store. Angry rage folk. folk. <laughs> yeah, rage folk. <laughs> rage against electronics. Uh, exactly. Very cool. Now, uh, like I said earlier, I was looking through uh, some of the shows you guys have done. Uh, Corvallis, Sweet Home, Tangent, um, Albany, and so forth. Tell us about playing around down there. I, it's been a long time for me personally. I know, I know a lot of people up here who are listening uh, probably have never been down there. Tell us about the scene and uh, the, the folks that come out to shows favorite down there. Clubs in to the, play. What's that? Favorite clubs to play. Yeah, yeah. But let, we'll, go, we'll get to the favorite clubs. Tell us just about your experience playing down there in the Willamette Valley area and, and the different folks that come out to see you. What, what's that going on? What's going on there? It depends on if for the opener or the headliner. It's two totally different experiences. When we open for bands in the area, uh, usually people are pretty down with it. A lot of people can be kind of confused by it and not really sure what to expect. That we get like a lot of reactions that sort of vary. But like when we're headlining, we just played a show, like a little while ago. We played at California Brewing Company, and that filled up. We played to like forty people, and which is it's not a large area; it's a tiny little room. So, I mean, there's people that are eager to hear stuff. Um, I, I wish a lot more bands would actually travel through here to sort of diversify because, you know, the whole, the city of Albany is like 55,000 people, or sorry, 45,000 people. And so, like, we're pretty limited in um, the genres. You know, you have some, like I said, the bands I listed earlier that are just awesome and independent and unique in their own right. And then you have a lot of other bands that, and, you know, not to speak poorly of them, it's just not really much of it does it for me. It's, it's sort of misguided metal or uh, <laughs> just g- groups that I don't really identify with. And so it can be, re- it can be really awesome, uh, depending on the night. And there's other times that it's just like a whatever show, and we play for 10 people, and then we pack up and watch the headliner. Because I know... Corvallis is... 
Go ahead. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say Corvallis is, is much more – they tend to be pretty receptive to it. Uh, like, you, you know, you're going to get to favorite venues and all that stuff. Bombs Away, we always get a pretty good response. So that's a cool venue because it's got like, an awesome PA, great sound guys, and you can play really loud, and people just have a chance to actually see more of a real show, which is awesome. Very nice. Do uh, you guys ever hang out at Woodstock Pizza in Corvallis? Come on. No, I've never actually hung out there, <clears throat> but I know it's a popular spot in the area. Oh, man, that's the best pizza in the world. you got to check that out. A lot of people debate between – yeah, they debate between Woodstock and uh, American Dream as another popular one for Corvallis. Well, see, now they must say have competition because American Dream wasn't there when I was there. It was all about the Woodstock, no. so I'm going to have to make a road trip and judge for myself. <laughs> uh, now, you were talking about different bands. You know, you're, you're, uh, you would like different bands to come down and uh, travel through the area. Do you find that a lot of the – because Portland has a pretty big scene. We talk to a lot of bands from Portland, and uh, yeah. it seems like they stay real Portland-centric. Um, is, it, is, it is it a struggle, a challenge? Because I would think that's basically where you have to pull from. Once you get past Eugene, there's really not much going on uh, down in Oregon as far as – I mean, you got Grants Pass and some of those, but I can't imagine a lot of bands are coming from there. So is it tough to pull bands from Portland down into that area? Absolutely, yes. Yes, it is. It's Because just Portland – I mean – you, in one neighborhood, you could have all of the venues in Albany in a, in a Portland neighborhood, especially over in the Pearl District. I mean, it's just full of venues, and it's full of people, and so there's very little incentive to leave, <clears throat> Excuse me, other than to go down to Eugene or Salem, maybe. So as a band, as you guys, obviously it sounds like this is, uh, you know, this is a challenge, kind of a bit of an obstacle. Um, do you yeah, sorry, I guess I didn't really answer your question at all. Yeah, yes, for us, I mean, we can get shows pretty routinely and all that stuff, um, it's just hard to get a large following. We we do if we do plan on you know getting a larger audience. I mean, locally we can do all right, and around campus in Corvallis is a pretty hot spot. Like I was saying with uh, Bombs Away, but like yeah, I mean if you if you really want to get a good crowd, I know that Bend has a thriving music scene that we can go travel at. But other than that, it's relatively dead here. I mean, people can play venues locally if they don't mind playing bar shows. The Dixie Creek Saloon and Tangent is pretty awesome. It's it sort of gets rowdy. <laughs> and that, it's right off the freeway, and that's a, that's a pretty awesome place to play. Nice. Uh, I know that Cloud Cloud Nine in Corvallis has larger capacity, and then <clears throat> of course, like I keep saying, not to hammer it like it's my home venue because it's not. But Bombs Away is a really cool, really receptive place to play. Like people just go there to hear something new and buy beer, and it's just it, it's an awesome, awesome place to play. Great. Uh, let's go into another track. We're going to come back. We'll wrap it up. We're talking with Tyler. Uh, he's with the band Funkle Ted. They have an EP out titled Bluebird. We play it right here on NWCZ Radio. And this is the title track from that. It is titled Bluebird.
right, all right. Name of the track is Bluebird. It is off the Bluebird EP. Funkle Ted is the name of the band. You can go to their website, FunkleTed.com. They are out of Albany, Oregon. So when you're down there and you're rolling through, man, uh, swing in and say hi to these guys. Go support them. Check out a show or whatever. Um, hey, Tyler, I, you guys have any stuff in the uh, in the works? Are you working on a new EP, a new CD? What's going on with the band as far as that these days? Yeah, we're, uh, we've been working on a record that some of the material predates all the stuff on the Blu-ray DP, actually. And uh, we're keeping it pretty hush-hush as to what it's called and everything. But it's essentially written, and we're going to start tracking it soon. And then sometime within the next, you know, hopefully five months or so, we're going to go get it done at a studio. Excellent. Well, keep us... Pretty, yeah. Yeah, keep us informed on that. Um, yeah, stay in touch with us. We, you know, we hope we get a copy and we're able to play that. And uh, I want to thank you so much for coming on with us. And best of luck to you guys. Uh, it would be awesome if we could get you up here. If you ever want to come up and play in the Seattle-Tacoma area, you know, let us know. We can hopefully uh, set up some gigs. We know lots of bands, and I'm sure we could get you on a show. That would be no problem. Love your sound, and I appreciate your time with us today. Hey, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure, and I, I do appreciate it. All right, everybody. That's Tyler from Funkle Ted. Thanks, Tyler. Thank you very much. Leave you lonely, I wanna make you mine.